0: The formal mission of You Equals Me is stated as a movement of conscientious objectors to intolerance, or simply stated, a movement against intolerance. And the exploration of that statement really gets to what what are the similarities between people? What do we all have in common? Why are we really equal as humankind? And that's what we're going to explore. This podcast is about exploring conversational thoughts and interviews with extraordinary people living ordinary lives of well-being, discussions on exactly what well-being means to people day-to-day, factors that can influence it both internally and externally. We glean insights on how to survive and thrive and feeling satisfied in life with a greater sense of purpose. Guest hosts bring fresh new outlooks and opinions from spirituality, science, worldviews, and standing up and speaking out out for what's right. It's pretty interesting. Man needs each other and planet Earth to survive. Check it out. I think you'll like what you hear. Hello and welcome to the You Equals Me podcast. We want to thank our friends and family from around the world. We're honored to have you listening. My name is Cindy Jarvis, your host today. What a lump of coal year this has been. We know that the times we're living in are unprecedented and very difficult to navigate. Scary, depressing, with feelings of powerlessness. And I'm offering an idea that may help us move into the new year a little bit more smoothly. And that idea is to monitor our thoughts on a day-to-day basis with myopic focus. To recognize what kind of thought we're having moment to moment, in understanding emotion, we can take responsibility, in other words, our ability to respond to life. We are powerful creators and we don't even know it. We're taught to believe that we're powerless, that we need to struggle for our worth and our very existence, and I'm here to tell you otherwise. We were born powerful, beyond belief, and now it is time to wake up, And remember, because our thoughts are things, literally. I thought Michelle Obama's admitting that she felt depressed at times recently is the kind of honesty necessary to dealing with the crisis we're in. Recognizing our thoughts gives us the power to identify our emotions. To look at how we're feeling honestly without transmuting our feelings to blame and helplessness. Isolation has been very difficult for all of us, and we know the mind likes to wander in times of despair, and it is time for us to utilize our minds to abide in this new reality. When we consistently check in with ourselves, we can get a pretty good idea of what we're creating tomorrow by what we're thinking now. Let me explain. Most of us don't realize that our very creations come from our thoughts they do all manifestations come from our thoughts. The kind of life we live comes from the thoughts we think. Who knew we were so powerful but it's absolutely true. I have some examples to share with you on the lighter side of creation and hope it inspires you like it inspired me the first time I've heard this story, and I'm sure uh, many of you had heard this have heard this story before. But before April 1954, it was believed that no one could run a mile in less than four minutes. Thousands of people tried and failed. It was believed impossible for the human body to actually achieve. This was called the four-minute barrier. Then in Oxford, on the 6th of May 1954, Roger Bannister came along and ran a mile in three minutes and 59.4 seconds. And the funny thing was, Bannister was not a pro athlete. He was actually a junior doctor with minimal training for the run. Part of his training uh, was visualizing the run with certainty in his mind and his body. He thought and pondered on his success daily. Here's what's interesting. Since then, over 1,400 athletes, including some high schoolers, have broken what was once called the four-minute barrier. Only 46 days after Bannister's run, it was broken by John Landy in Finland. What happened? What made what seemed impossible possible to so many? Well, here's what's changed when he crashed through the barrier. The rest of the world saw it was possible, and the previous myth was only a mental barrier. It was the mindset. The It was the mind that set limitations, not body. Bannister had not seen this done before except in his own mind. Only then was it possible for others to imagine it to be. Bannister had proven our thoughts have unlimited power. Every thought we have creates our very existence, good, bad, or indifferent. Quote from Buddha. What we are today comes from our thoughts of yesterday. And our present thoughts build our life of tomorrow. Our life is the creation of our mind, I love that. We did not create this coronavirus, or we did not create losing our jobs, we did not create messy, hateful politics. And while that's true, it is how we handle the challenges before us and what positives we can glean from the difficulty that is most important. What is happening outside of us does not control what's on the inside of us. Wisdom teaches us there is always something grand coming from hardships. When we can recognize our reactions and responses to things, it becomes clear if it is coming from a fear-based thought. When we recognize fear-based thoughts, immediately it can totally change the outcome with record speed. The mind holds all the power of heaven and earth, it really does, and science is now confirming this. We now have access to a tremendous amount of information and the power of the human mind. Science, coupled with the astonishing act of human will, will have proven the human mind as the most powerful life-changing force in the world. Sigmund Freud describes the human mind as being contained in three levels of awareness. consciousness otherwise regarded as our thoughts, occupies 10%. Our subconscious holds about 60%, with the unconscious mind approximately 30%. I love it that science is working and has been working to define reality. A great film I watched recently, um, I'll put in the show notes, it's called Infinite Potential. It's a fascinating film about a scientist named David Bohm. His contribution to physics, quantum mechanics, and the theory of relativity has shaped the future of science connecting the conscious mind. Our ability to direct our focus of thought comes from the conscious mind, and when we do not focus our thoughts, the power of thought can be diminished. Directing our thoughts to create positive outcomes in our lives is a discipline that needs to be practiced diligently something my mother always said when we were growing up when we were little kids if you think you can you're right if you think you can't you're right and how right she was everything we experience in our day-to-day lives occurs in only what has been recently called the law of attraction in fact the one thing in which all spiritual teachers agree you become what you think. When we begin to question our thoughts, we can see the creative power of thought and how it affects our, our lives. Scientists believe that thought also travels at the speed of light. And I know it can become very noisy in our heads. Um, even when you're a kid or an adult, you don't realize but everyone else has the same noise in their heads. In conversations with my son, I want him to know that thoughts are powerful tools. Maybe the most powerful tool we have to create with. Directing our thoughts is not that easy, but when you start to pay attention uh, to the thoughts you're having, it becomes a very interesting exercise. I think most of us just accept the thoughts we have without paying too much attention to them, letting all of them drift by, all 60,000 of them in a day. Every morning, my husband turns on the news, and we know this year there's not been a lot of good news. But after a few hours, I can see the vortex that his thoughts have created. He's grumpy, judgmental, critical, blameful, claiming it's not his fault. Well, it's not his fault what's going on in the world, but he's responsible for his reactions. And I'm not saying be a doormat, but I am saying to make real change, we have to have new thought. Anger and insecurity, frustration never solved anything. If we can change our thinking in that very moment of anger, insecurity, or frustration, we give it power to change our lives in a more positive manner. Thoughts are a vibration, just like chords on a piano vibrate when played. And words also carry a vibration. That's why it's a good idea to choose our words and our thoughts wisely. We all secretly harbor thoughts of unworthiness because we're human. The ego self and the higher self are two different aspects to our being. The ego loves itself immensely and is the first to declare. But the ego also wants to keep control of your head, hence the negative thoughts we have about ourselves. A lot of times this is just too much for us, so we go looking for unworthiness in others. And we seem to be very happy when we find it because our need to be right is validated to our worthiness. Once we're validated in our righteousness, we go gathering followers to bring them on board to our ship of validation. This is the exact insanity of the ego. I see this happen in families, relationships. I, it's, it's not good. And this behavior only assists in furthering divisiveness and doesn't feel good to anyone. We don't need to be right to be valued. We need to let this old belief be gone. And remember, a belief is only a thought we keep thinking. We can change our minds and neural pathways to think differently. This can be done by having the awareness of thought itself. Is it positive? Is it negative? Is that thought productive or judgmental? Is the thought pleasing or condemning? All 60,000 thoughts date to monitor. It does take some practice, but you'll be amazed when you start looking at the quality of your thoughts. This is where personal power comes into play because you can change your thoughts, which will start to change the quality of your life immediately. We don't know the struggles other people are going through, even in our own families. Why not give, give people the benefit of the doubt? And in order to do that, we have to open our minds to new possibilities or potential. Something else that's amazing about the human brain it can't tell the difference between real or imagined the placebo effect uh, the pl- placebos are pills medications or procedures that are prescribed only for the psychological benefit of the patient. in fact, pharmaceutical studies frequently use placebos to affect the human mind in other areas as well, as researchers are discovering placebos are at times more effective than actual medication We're also aware that hypochondriacs can create illnesses too. Indeed, the power of the mind is an incredible thing. We do need to be very gentle with one another right now. We have so much strife going on in the world with economic collapse following. And this affects everyone and the way we live our lives. We are in uncharted territory here. And yes, we may not be in the same boat, but we are in the same storm. Loving kindness can quickly carry us to a healthy mentality so that we can get our footing under us again, as many of us have a lot of people depending on us. I can't wait, and I'm sure you can either, to walk down the aisle one day and hear those magical words. This is your pilot speaking. Reminds me of what the flight attendants always say. In the event of emergency, an oxygen mask will automatically drop in front of you. To start the flow of oxygen, pull the mask towards you, place it firmly over your nose and mouth, secure the plastic bands behind your head, and breathe normally. Although the bag does not inflate, oxygen will be flowing. If you are traveling with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your mask first and then assist the other person. Our mental health is our oxygen mask. And we need to first secure our thoughts so that we can start start with healthy, positive tapes running through our heads, especially when it comes to our thoughts about others. I want to share this uh, majestic moment that happened in late summer last year. My son and I, home from uh, school because of COVID, went to get his car washed. And he parks under a gigantic rhododendron and other cedar trees, so his car's such a mess with sticky, you know, uh rhododendron flowers, and it hadn't been washed in a long time. So we pull up to the car wash, no one there. We just pull right in, and out steps this young man. I can see it's a slow day, and um I saw a person working at a place, and my thoughts just quickly went to wonder about this worker for a moment. Does he live with his mom? Does he have children? Maybe his mom lives with him. Hmm, car wash is a transient job. It's a means to get a better job. All these things, thoughts are going through my head in in a split second. So we pay for our basic car wash and tip him. And I'm not sure if you guys tip at the car wash, but my brother-in-law, when he was younger, he worked at a car wash and was ecstatic to get tips. So we always tip. This young man was so grateful for the tip, he started to hand wash the car before we entered into the um, car wash area. I was amazed at how much work he was doing hand washing the car. So I handed, uh, we handed him uh, another tip, um, a $5 tip, uh, and uh, just because my son's car was so dirty and he was taking so much time the attendant graciously took the tip and tells us to come around again because he doesn't think the first time uh we'll get the first time around we'll get the car clean so we go around again and this time there's one car in front of us so he has another customer i I feel great about that sure enough when it was our turn he waves it through he waves us through again hand washing most of the car we try to tip him again but he's hesitant to take the tip we insist on it anyway. He did so much work. The young man pats his heart in gratitude and waves us goodbye. My son and I were nearly speechless over the grace that we felt in, in that moment. Um, it was, it was divine. It was really powerful. This is the miracle that we miss most often. Helping another actually helps us more. You know, when it's all said and done, I say this to my son and my husband all the time, You don't take your money with you, you don't take your car, you don't take your house. The only thing that we take with us is our loving thoughts, our kind-heartedness, positive thoughts, and yes, negative thoughts follow you too. It's believed that all thoughts exist in eternity, so why not make them graceful? Essentially, we're moving away from a comfortable identity into a deeper reality of who am I? Who am I when I can't see my family or friends the way I used to? Who am I without my job right now? Who am I without my comfortable home, my dinners out? When we can step back in our minds and become the observer, this allows us to take a deep breath and remember who we are in our divinity and the divinity in others. In this We know we can survive any situation or circumstance if we use our heads. And as the observer of our thoughts, this allows us to choose how we respond instead of react. When we are more aware of what we are thinking and how we are reacting, we are able to make better choices and avoid drama. In this current time, it feels like we're being asked to let go of attachment and identification to what was, and open up to new possibilities. Don't give your power away to others. It will help if we can identify our ego self versus our higher self. Our ego is not our amigo. Once this is recognized, we unleash the power of heaven and earth in our own minds. In looking forward to 2021, we need to realize the most important thing we'll ever know, and that is love. And it starts with loving and honoring the self. This is not arrogant, narcissistic, or selfish. Those are personality issues. We're talking about the higher self that resides in all of us. Life is a gift, and gratitude and grace will make miracles happen. We are powerful, we are loved, and we are equal as a people. The choice is ours to choose wisely. New Year's is a good time to realize our own power to create a life well lived. The most important thing for us to focus on this year is what we want our lives to look like. Only you can decide. And don't let your history stop you from becoming the person you were meant to be. We are worthy of a life well-lived, whatever that looks like for you. Our thoughts are like thermostats in our environment. Our mindset can literally change our life. We can trust that. A new year, a new adventure. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We're always interested in your thoughts. We love the feedback. Be kind. Be safe. Be you. Bye for now.